0: just feel uh sorry the question made me realize how much i feel the weight of being away Mm -hmm. it just feels extra weighty and extra uh emotional and extra hard because you're carrying so much you know Mm. like i never get to go away on the road and not think about my kid
1: Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio, and Aisha Woods, Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician. Together, they talk with artists and industry insiders to discover our connection between music and faith. You can connect with us on Facebook or Twitter, at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Aisha.
2: Between the grooves, we are back. We back. That was your. No, cue. you gotta say we back. We back. That's yeah, that's an Orlando we thing. That's an <laughs> we back. Yeah. How are well, you doing? So, we haven't chatted in weeks. We've had. I know. It's been an interesting few weeks for us because we um, we had Victoria Day in Canada, which was a long weekend. Right. Uh, there was Memorial Day in the states. I was Correct. on vacation for a few days. I was sick for and a few days. You were on <laughs> oh, vacation. Justine was sick. Like, it's been all over the place over the last few weeks. Bananas. And it's been crazy busy. And on top of all of that, we are in brand new studios here at the radio station. Right. And so that's been uh, a learning curve, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, sure. little issues to deal with just to get things up and right. running. So we are finally back and it's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. I missed you. I missed you, too. And and I missed the <laughs> fact that you went on vacation. I didn't go anywhere because I was sick during my vacation. It kind of sucked. Oh, gosh. But you, were, you, know. you actually had vacation time, and yes. it's now uh, summertime for the kids. They're technically out of school now. So what did Correct. you
3: do? Um, well, my entire family from Dallas came down, and we were at a resort over in Orlando, nice and we did a theme park one day we we had an entire week of scheduled events but
2: uh, now when you maybe, say scheduled events it's the 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 grown-ups the, the grown-ups decided this is what we're going to do yes okay it wasn't the, the and, resort that had the events scheduled for you <laughs> no 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 oh, okay okay yeah.
3: Um, although we did have, uh, two resort days planned, um, that turned into four resort days. Okay. Planned.
2: Right. Um, that's not a bad thing if it's something you wanted to do.
3: Correct.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, you know how you need a vacation after vacation? Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and. That actually is not the case this time. Okay. Because we took those extra two days that we had stuff planned and just hung around at the resort and did absolutely nothing.
2: I like those days.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, we've, t- we've so talked about cruising in the past, and, and I, right. you know, the, when you go on a cruise, you got all these islands that you stop at, and they're great and everything else, mm-hmm. but I actually like the sea days better because you can just kick yes. back and relax and do anything you want on your own schedule, right? you know? And eat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you're <laughs> going, going to a resort, why not enjoy the amenities at the resort, whether it's a pool or right. the ocean or whatever else? Like, they've got stuff there. You've paid all the money to they be there. Do. Why not enjoy, you know?
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had to say goodbye to the family yesterday afternoon and of course my mom and I were just waterheads <laughs> who hoo crying we're like oh, oh, can see you soon. We said we wouldn't do this
2: but
3: you know, saying bye to the nieces and nephews and my siblings and so yeah, till next time.
2: Till next time. Well, and like you said, yeah. you got some vacation time where you actually got to rest and enjoy each other, and yes. and uh, not be exhausted coming back from vacation. So,
3: right, yeah. right. Yeah, well, I'm sorry you were sick for your vacation days.
2: Yeah, you know, we we had some plans that just got canceled. I we were going to go to Niagara Falls uh, for at least right, a day. I'm not saying. Yeah, so that never materialized. I was uh, on the couch, um, just Ugh. not well, and. Uh, and wow. there was a day I had lunch booked with uh, kind of a colleague, a radio buddy of mine that, that, you know, we try to get together once a year. And that got canceled. <laughs> so I've had to reschedule that. And then just other things that, you know, you wanted to do, you just never could do, um, just got canceled. So, it, yeah. Wow. What do you do? I've never had a vacation like that where I've been sick the entire time. So that was oh, certainly different. You know, I could put that in my, you know, been there, done that. That was my bucket list. There you go. But uh,
3: now you got to have another vacation.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's great to be back. And today we get to chat with a guest coming in studio. It's Brooke Nichols. She's a worship leader. She's a songwriter. She's a Covenant Award winner, uh, which is similar to the Dove Awards in the U.S. She's awesome. got at least a half a dozen of those under her belt. She's a Juno nominee, which is similar to the. Grammys. Um, and nice. she, she's lucky because she's in the music business, if you want to call it that. She's a worship leader, but but her husband is her is her manager. So it makes life a lot easier uh, because they get to do I stuff call together. That's her, her man. Well, we it is her man. To, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's taking care of things, which is great.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> so let's get into this conversation with Brooke Nichols on Between the Grooves. All right. Last time you visited Between the Grooves mm-hmm. was October 2018. Wow, that long ago! So four and oh, a half gracious. years ago. Just, uh, just if you could, uh, while I sip on my coffee and just sit back for a bit, um, maybe you could just bring us up to speed on the last four and a half years.
0: Oh my goodness! No, no. <laughs> Where do I start?
2: Four and a half years, and we don't normally bring guests back very often. Oh, but a lot has changed in your life uh, because. Um, You've, you've moved a couple of times mm-hmm. and you have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, although I wouldn't call it a baby now. Like it's a toddler. Isn't <laughs> she's that?
0: a toddler now, yeah. yeah
2: she's uh, just over two years old. That's right, yep. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. you have to pay for airfare.
0: That's right, we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in 2022, she took 26 flights and uh, we didn't have to pay for one one because she was just little. She sat on our lap. Well, she yeah. didn't feel little near the end. We're like, oh, this is getting to be a lot. But then 2023 hit, she turned two and we were like, oh, that airfare. (laughs) It's going to get us. Yes, Yes.
2: Yeah, that's going to get you every time. And uh, that is if you bring her, but you bring you've been bringing her everywhere, haven't you? We
0: do bring her everywhere if we can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So what happens in another two, three years when she starts school? What are you going to do?
0: That's a really good, like great question. People ask us that all the time. And I, I don't know. I mean, a piece of me is like, do I bring her? Do I homeschool her? Do we settle in a little bit? And like, I'm not sure yet.
2: Maybe the homeschool We're thing. Move off to
0: the homeschool. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then,
2: then you've got the flexibility and you make the trip part of the learning stuff. That's right. Stuff.
0: I mean, and even the way that this little thing, the way she talks and interacts with people, it's not, she's not two. It's like she's four. It's very strange. I right. mean, she she's all I know, of course, but people are always like, well, she's what? Like just the way she, she can hold a conversation with an adult. Like it's right. very, it's, it's awesome. And I think that's just because she's been across, you know. I'd say around the world, but I guess we haven't been around the world with her yet, but we've been across Canada a number of times and it's pretty cool.
2: Um, You guys were in Hamilton uh, with The Color back in what, December, I guess? Yeah, that's right. Early December? Christmas show. Christmas Mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. Um, So my wife and I went and I saw Steve in the lobby before the thing started and, uh, and I guess it was right around your booth or your table and he said he was on... Baby duty, <laughs> and that's the last I saw him. Oh yeah, he's gone, <laughs> he's gone now. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah he, he took, I w- actually it was the first time I had left Shiloh. Um, I left her for, I think it was t- two weeks. I jumped on the bus with the color. We went across Canada and Steve stayed back with Shiloh. And actually we're gonna do wow. that again. I'm jumping on tour with Don Moen and Paul Balash, and uh, same thing, he's gonna stay back with her and I'm gonna hit the road with the guys.
2: And will he show Daddy, up locally when you Daddy guys are? Walks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The dad's gotta. Yeah. You know,
0: and that doesn't happen often. Like usually, we just do because Steve. I can't. I don't do what I do without Steve. Steve. He tour manages me. He he plays for me. He does. He he runs the show really. And so it's just these are these are really unique situations where you know if Steve doesn't have to be like Don Mowen's going to bring his band, they would have had Steve come and play with us. Um, if that's what we wanted, but we just thought, you know, let's just make it easier on all of us and just, you know, he doesn't want to stay home. He'd be so fun to tour with Don Moen and Paul Belash, but but, um, and he cool. will, he'll come to the Scarborough shows and the Ottawa shows with her, with her. And then, right. and then we'll hit the road for the rest.
2: Um, Aisha. So Steve is also a producer and he manages Brooke and of course, he's awesome. a, and he's a dad. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: How does he get to do that when you're away? Like not the dad part because that's obviously like you got no choice, buddy, <laughs> yeah, right? right? But the but the producer and and uh, you know recording sessions with you know, up and coming artists or, or whoever wants to record he's got he's got that as his gig, right?
0: Yeah, unfortunately that stuff does pause when when I'm away because we just can't juggle it all. I mean we do try. Sure. Yeah, one of the things we're trying to do is trying to get Shiloh in like a daycare right now. Um, it's this is so crazy. I had been praying for like a unicorn woman who just understood ministry and and had a heart for worship and and would say like, Hey, Brooke, we know you're you're gone. You know, sixty percent of the month, but when you are home. Bring Shiloh for a couple days to play with the kids. Just to you know, because she's around adults all the time, which is great. But I mean, she loves kids too. So uh, I had been praying for this, and I even said to Steve, "I'm like, I know this is crazy that I'm thinking this way, but like, I just, I just really believe that like the Lord like would give this to us." And he, like, he laughed at me. He's like, "Okay, you keep praying," and then I found somebody. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome, Steve. Yeah, just last week she called me and she said, "Um, she's like, listen, when you're home, bring her." I'll only charge you for those days. Don't you worry. And I was just like, that's like such a gift to us because.
3: That's wonderful.
0: Yes. Daycare doesn't really work that way. And so it just really felt like a gift from the Lord. So even when I'm on tour with Dawn, um, Steve's going to drop her off for a couple of days and have you know some time to kind of. He does work nonstop around the clock. And sometimes right. he's on, he's on his laptop when he's with her. And I'm like, babe, like. She's calling you. And, uh. No, you could
2: you could get a job at a church yep. on staff as mm-hmm. a, as a worship uh, pastor or music pastor, mm-hmm. and and make sure it's a church with daycare because Aisha, that's what you did.
3: Yes, that's sir. the only reason why she
2: took the job, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> My baby boy is downstairs as we speak. Everybody else is on uh, on summer break, and he today was his first day back. Uh, wow.
0: So that's pretty awesome thing
2: summer here, break starts early in Orlando. That's
0: right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're
2: still, our kids are still in school and here in Ontario, gotcha. Canada, or most of Canada, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And they start early, but right. we finish later than they do. That's so right. Back in August, you know, we're still enjoying vacation time. That's They're back right. to school right. and we're laughing at them. So.
0: That's right. That's yeah. right. Hold on. That is a good, that's a good idea. Something to think about down the future. Any churches out there, daycare? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Have you given any thoughts of that? Because obviously with, you know, you're touring a lot, you're writing a lot. Um have you given any thought to, you know, maybe maybe that's the way you settle down and and come on staff somewhere?
0: Yeah, I have thought about that a lot actually. I mean, my heart is for the local church. Like I do love um I love the local church. So I think yeah, as maybe we grow our family or I, I'm not really sure. I think that is a that is a piece uh that is in my heart that I do think about once in a while and I'll just let it play out how mm-hmm. it will play out. But but yeah. That would be amazing,
2: Aisha. How did it happen for you? Because obviously, you you have a family, you've got kids, but you only did the pastor thing for the last what, two three years?
3: Uh, actually, going on four. Okay, four years. Wow. This 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 past month, yes, I've been here for four years, and one hundred percent of it was God orchestrated, mm. and not even not even being super spiritual or anything. I, I literally made my request to the Lord and I was just like, because we were homeschooling our boys mm. and we put them in private school for a year. And one of them was at home with me. And I was just like, God, I don't want them uh, in this particular school. And Will you open up a door and make it possible for us to uh, still do ministry and our boys be in great Christian education? And Mm. God opened it up. Don't you love that? When you pray, the (laughs) Lord just delivers. Man. And I mean, even more than we expected.
0: Mm.
3: He just out for us. So his plan is always better than what we have in mind. Mm -hmm. He exceeds our expectations every single time. So here we are four years in and um, gosh, I I have absolutely no regrets. Um, I love being able to uh, spend a whole lot of time with my kids, but I also love um, dropping them off in the morning,
0: <laughs> amen.
3: <laughs> and then uh, when school's finished, picking them up. So,
2: but from your experience yeah. over the last few years, Aisha, um, any any thoughts on? Because um, I. I, cause I, I you still travel, right? You still you still do. visit different cities and and I don't like to use the word perform because it's more worship right. leading than anything else, but you're still doing that. So, how has that changed and and maybe that's some ideas that Brooke can get from this?
3: Well, as a matter of fact, um, now our oldest son, he's on the worship team. Uh-huh. So, he's playing Right along with us. How old is he? And he's eleven.
2: Oh, okay.
3: And he's he's learning different instruments. Um, but when we go on the road, uh, the last few times we've taken the baby because he has been free to travel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Less than two years old. That's the way so, to go.
3: Yeah, he's he's two now. So. Um, No more free travel for him. Uh, And thankfully, we have our our grandmother living with us. And so they hang back with granny um, when we go out. That's
0: the key right there. I got to get my parents to come move into my basement.
2: (laughs) But Don't your parents parents live out the opposite? Because you're near Hamilton, Ontario now, Mm, right? And they're out in Whitby, aren't they?
0: No. So we just moved from out that way. And they're actually Chatham. So oh okay, okay, two hours west, but they, it's a day trip for them now whereas before when we were out east it was a four and a half hour trip. and wow. then you know they're like it's, they're like 75. They're not taking four and a half hour trips. like just, even two
2: hours is right. a little bit of a haul, but it is it, a it haul. Is closer. It is a
0: haul, but they're much more willing to do it. So we've actually in the last few months since moving have um, have really utilized that. And Steve's parents are in this area. so it's been it's been really nice the last couple months since we've moved here just having those, those grandparents. Like it's, it's huge. Huge. And the babies, they make a difference. Yes. (laughs) They will
3: will make grandparents come, even if it's two hours away. There's something about those grandbabies. That's
0: right. That's right.
3: (laughs) It's
2: true. It's true. Then they love to spoil them and they love to spend the time with them. The great thing, and I'm not a grandparent or anything yet. My kids are older um, and um, what is it? 18 year 18 year old and a 21 year old 22 year old mm-hmm. and uh um but the thing about the thing about grandparents is is they're free they spoil your kid and <laughs> and and they take no responsibility like right. in a sense right? <laughs> right they look after the kid but it's like <laughs> as soon as they're done it's like here you go well Hand the child back.
0: It was funny. I FaceTimed my parents, Steve and I were away and they and they had Shiloh and I FaceTime to say hi and Shiloh yells from across the room, I'm eating a candy. And I was like, What's she eating? And my parents were like, Nothing, nothing. And she right. ran over to show me she was eating these little candies that my parents had given her. I was like, Mom, Dad, like that's her first candy and they're like It's, it's a grandparent's right. They're like, It's actually not her first candy. I'm like, Ah
2: <laughs> That's a grandparents' right though. Know. That's my understanding. I know. You know? And you know what? When when you have grandkids, you're going to do the same. That's right. Like, that's right. You always say you, you won't, <laughs> but sure. you will, right? So so cute. Now, um, I guess for both of you, uh, with traveling and on the road, and I guess especially with kids, um, what's it like with time changes? I mean, that must be a blur. Like, because you've you've gone from Ontario to British Columbia. That's a three hour difference. My parents used to live out in BC. Yeah, wow. And so you know, I'm used to you know going there on vacation every year, but mm-hmm. but. it's a you know you got to kind of adjust to the time and stuff right
0: yeah well just two weeks ago we were uh, from Ontario to Halifax uh, and I I can't remember what that time change is like an hour and a half maybe or two hours I forget and then from Halifax we flew over to BC which was a four hour time change yeah and then back to Ontario which was a three hour it was it was pretty crazy like there was one morning we woke up at 4 a.m. Um, after we had just played a whole night of worship and I was so exhausted. You know, I have my whole band there. You're kind of managing everyone and it's a lot. So, uh, and then <laughs> and Shiloh wakes up right nearly 4 a.m. The sun isn't even, isn't even up yet. <laughs> right. And I, I remember that specific day I rolled. Steve's so good. Like he honestly gives me so much... Like he's usually the one to take her and let me sleep, which is so kind of him. But that specific day I yeah. was like, honey, you sleep. He's I'm going like, to take oh, her I- down. <laughs> we're going to go find a Starbucks. And like we're walking around in the dark at 4 a.m. in the morning and uh, Kamloops, <laughs> B.C. Um, yeah, just trying just surviving. <laughs> it can be hard. Oh, my gosh.
2: It can yeah. be hard. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'll say about traveling, especially with kids, and this is from my experience years ago, is in the In the past and even now, I prefer direct flights. I prefer you know going from point A uh, to yeah. point b, but when you have kids, the stopovers are great for diaper changes
0: that's a, that's a good point right? Like good point. It, it, all you need
2: is like forty five minutes get off the plane, change the diaper, hop on the next plane or back on the same <laughs> yeah, plane right. right it's great because right. you don't want to be doing that on the plane it's kind of
3: you know, that's the worst trying to change a pamper in that teeny tiny bathroom oh it's actually it
0: is the worst and shiloh's too tall now she doesn't even fit on the change table so her head is like swooshed. and i'm like i I just bribe her i'm like you can play with the water in a second because she just wants to put her hands in the water (laughs) Not the toilet water, the water water. Uh, yeah, we, no, we, we understood, <laughs> right, understood right. that. Thanks for clarifying.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is a family show. So
0: <laughs> Yes, indeed. Oh.
2: So you've oh, been doing a lot of work. Uh, well, you've been doing a lot of collaborations, not mm-hmm. necessarily, well, a little bit with your music, but, but also with with the traveling that you've been doing. You've been doing a lot of work with the Billy Graham Association. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. how did how, I'm just curious how you got hooked up with them. Like I, I, because I know the color's done work with them as well. And a few other people, uh, it seems to me like when you get hooked up with an organization like that, you're set. Like you've got three months of, of income, mm-hmm. you know, steady income versus trying to, you know, do your own tour schedule and everything else. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a huge blessing, actually a huge blessing. Um, So how we got hooked up with them is when Steve was touring with the City Harmonic all, like, years ago. Um, he was. They were hooked up with the Billy Graham Association, and then when I started um, singing, and, and obviously what I do is more worship, and they know that, and they've had us come out for some celebrations to do some more like show things, uh, and then mm-hmm. more recently in the last couple years, they've really like used me to lead worship. So they have a heart for, um, you know, th- their their whole mission is to is to bring people to Christ. Yeah. That's 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 all they care about. You know, we just need you to know who Jesus is because we want to see you. Uh, you know, live for Christ. We want to see you, live your fullest life. And, uh, uh, so what they do recently is they've been doing these pastor retreats across Canada because they're like, mm. well, like if pastors aren't healthy and and rested and and, you know, they're not coming from a healthy place, like how can they pastor a healthy right. church? Right. And so their yep. heart is just to like love on these pastors. So, for example, just a couple weeks ago, I went to this beautiful resort in um BC. Uh, in the Okanagan, and it was no kids allowed. It's the first time we were like, "Wow, this is amazing! No kids allowed." It's uh, no kids allowed. <laughs> they treated they treated like a hundred pastors and their spouse to two days at blessing. this like it was like a ten star resort in the mountains. Um, and uh, Steve and I led worship, and they had a speaker, and it was just this beautiful, you know, forty eight hours together where we hope that these pastors leave feeling blessed. They feel uh, seen and encouraged cool. and then they can go back to their churches and minister from that place of rest and love. And so um, Good. it's, it's, I just, I really love the Billy Graham association and I'm, I'm just so thankful that they've um, they do what they do. And the fact that I get to be a part of it is just like a cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and how do you get hooked up or how does it work? I know there's a relationship with a lot of artists that where they get hooked up with like a, Uh, World Vision or Compassion, um, is that I don't want to I don't want it to sound like it's a business, but it is a business in a sense. Right. And and how does that partnership work?
0: Well, okay. so for us, we partnered up with Compassion Canada back in the pandemic because when the pandemic hit, all these little churches were contacting Steve and I and they were like, help, help, help. We we can't get online. You know, all mm-hmm. these pastors all of a sudden had to become like techno, technical gurus where they had to, you know, yeah. preach online. They had to get their worship online. It was, it was like a lot of work for pastors and it was really overwhelming for them. And so Steve and I decided that we were gonna create these worship online videos, very humble videos that we made in our in our living room, just the two of us, generic worship sets. And we uploaded them Um online for churches to use. They just had to click it, upload it and hit play. And they could broadcast these worship sets to their congregation. And that's um, wonderful. Yeah. And, and, and thank you. And, and it was a lot of work for Steve and I, because we had to, you know, like set up the camera and then we had to produce it out. We had to, you know, all the things. And um, so, and so we were like, well, we don't, we're out of jobs here. So how, how are, how are we going to, how are we going to give these away for free? That's our heart. Mm -hmm. And we were sharing our vision with Compassion Canada. And they said, what about if we sponsored you? What if we partnered with you and you gave these videos away for free to any church that needs them? And so- they came alongside us, you know, typically it's the other way around, right? We come alongside right. them and we sponsor or we do whatever with their company, but in the pandemic they came alongside us and um, it was just so beautiful. It was such a gift from God to us. And then, uh, so then moving forward, Steve and I say, you know, anytime we, we, we tour, we do our own show, we'll bring compassion with us and we'll, you know, in turn, we'll return the favor and just advocate for right. them. And it's, it's actually been this really beautiful partnership.
3: Mm-hmm. That's great. You guys still are partners with uh,
0: compassion, or no? Yes, we are. Yep. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been really beautiful, actually.
2: Mm-hmm. If, if you don't mind, I, I'd like to find out a bit more about uh, how. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the li- You know, a day in the life of Brooke, because I'm sure it's different all the time. But and I know Steve is your manager. So how does how does uh, not Not the relationship, because I can see you guys working, you guys have worked together you know and, and known each other for years and and whatnot, but how does it work as far as booking brooke right because because obviously you're booking in advance and you have to, partly because you you need to know what you're doing in three months from now, versus just twiddling your thumbs or, or trying to maximize your time and say, okay don't have, don't have anything booked for the next two weeks. this would be like a writing time or whatever, but how does that work like are you, are you is Steve? very involved in that process. And is he, is he trying to maximize, you know, even traveling and stuff? You know, if you're, if you're going to be in Quebec, as an example, the province of Quebec, are you trying to arrange a bunch of um, different churches to be in at, at while you're there versus going back and forth, back and forth? Yeah, sort of definitely.
0: Thing? That's an awesome question. Yeah. We actually have an employee who works for us and he and Steve work together at, so let's just say I get a date in Quebec. Um, I probably wouldn't just drive out there for a one-off, you know, probably wouldn't make a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Uh, but what sure. we would do, it would make sense if we were to book, you know, five dates around that. And so the boys will get busy to work if there's enough time. And if it's, if there's enough, um, yeah, notice, then they'll get to work and they'll start, you know, searching up all the churches that maybe I've played with. I've played so much in Canada, thankfully that I can look up, you know, where have I played in Quebec before? It'll show up and then we can contact those churches and say like, hey, would you guys be interested in a night of worship um, on this yeah. night and, and, and kind of build like a mini tour kind of around it. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And how far in advance does something like that happen?
0: Um. Definitely within a few, three to six months for sure. We try not to book out too far. Um, we will get calls. We'll say like, hey, next year, can you play this yeah. conference? And uh, we always just say, you know, check back in six months from now because- I don't know like what if you know Don Moen calls me and wants me to go on tour with him and you know I have this one conference that I've committed to and I can't do a whole tour so we just try to like really sure. be wise about it and, and yeah just be wise.
2: But what about the conferences where they bring you back every year? Do you kind of pencil that in anyways?
0: We do, yeah. Like Change yeah. Conference, for example, in Toronto. We've been yeah. there, I think, seven or eight years now in a row. And uh, every year, we're like, this is this has got to be our last year. They're, you know, they've they've used us so much. And then every year, they ask us again. And we're like, yeah, we're in. We're in. Right. So for that one, for example, we'll, we'll book. Like, I have a Newfoundland tour coming up um, that same month. And we knew that Change Conference was going to be that one weekend. And so we just plan around it and...
2: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Make it happen. Make it
0: happen.
3: Yeah.
2: So, um, what is um, when you're not on the road, which is you, I guess, suggested around sixty percent of your time, um, and and the rest of the time you've got forty percent to work with to actually sleep. Yeah. And and yeah. eat and be a and mom do <laughs> and do laundry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Catch up on laundry and stuff. So, um, do you get a time or an opportunity to co-write? Like I know that that is a big thing. And I know you've done some work with some other, you know, groups and churches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of arrange that? Do you kind of arrange that in between and say, "Hey, I'm available these few dates if you mm-hmm. guys are interested?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually think that now I've, I feel like I tour actually more like 75% of the time and that I'm only home 25. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really hard because when I get home, I am really tired to be yeah, honest. Like yeah. I just feel like the, oh, yeah. the travel does wear on you. Um, I just feel exhausted. Like it takes me a couple of days to kind of, but I'm still like full time mom. You know, like I still have a two, just right. over two year old who's very busy, who wants my attention and wants to play all the time. And when she Who naps, does. I'm like, oh, I've got all this laundry to do. I've got all these. Our new house yeah, doesn't yeah. have a dishwasher, by the way. Oh. And uh, uh, if you ever sure. think you're having a bad day, just remember that Brooke I and thought, Steve don't have a dishwasher. I thought Steve was the dishwasher. <laughs> so you
2: do have a dishwasher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that takes, that's like at the end of the day or like in the middle of the day. I'm like, oh, I got to do all these dishes. I've mean, got a two-year-old who's eating on every plate. like, And uh, I just, you know, all the things. I just, you, you know how it goes. It's life. You just takes yep. up all your time. Such and is life. All of a sudden you're <laughs> at the end of the day and you're exhausted again and you just get up and you do it again. But I I, I have been trying to be intentional with um, just creating space to, to honestly, actually not even write, but just to be still and be in the presence of God. Like even on my drive here today, I was just like, God, like this half an hour of uninterrupted uh, this drive is just like, I just need to be in your presence. That's all I want right now sure. because That doesn't always happen, if I'm being honest, just with the busyness of life.
2: You know, if we could go back to the laundry for a second. um, uh, Well, dishes, more specifically dishes. (laughs) Uh, I remember a number of years ago, uh, my wife and I, we had an apartment and we invited my brother, who was single at the time, over for I think it must have been like a Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving or something like that. And, you know, when you when you do a meal like that, you go all out, you know, with all the food and all the dishes and everything else. And there was a lot of we didn't have a dishwasher either. And uh and there were a lot of dishes. Like they were just piled up in the sink. And my brother said, you know, don't worry about the dishes. I'll I'll take care of that. And so nice. he went off to I guess take a nap or something like that we went out for a walk or whatever and we came back and all the dishes were still there and so so we just started washing the dishes and drying the dishes and putting all the dishes away and no word of a lie we were you know just washing the last dish and my brother wakes up from his little nap and says oh I was gonna do that So we still remember that. So whenever there's dishes piled up at home, I mean, we've got a dishwasher now, but you know, sometimes if there's just a few dishes, you're just going to wash them. You're not going to bother right, putting it into the dishwasher, it. especially like right. pots and pans and stuff like that. Right. And so we're always sure. thinking about that, you know, with our son who's 22 years old and loves to game and likes to stay up till three o'clock, five o'clock in the morning on weekends and stuff. And oh, yeah, don't oh, worry, gosh. I'll take care of the dishes. And then. The dishes <laughs> are just piled up, like, so okay, yeah, okay. We may as well just do the dishes.
0: <laughs> we two of ourselves.
2: She <laughs> <laughs> wanted to be clean, right? That's right. So. That's
0: right. Yeah.
2: How how often when you're on the road? How often are you gone? Like physically gone? Are you gone for like a one week stretch? And and the reason why I ask that because we we've talked to a lot of artists since the pandemic, and pre pandemic, you know artists and, and musicians and groups, you know, bands and stuff would be on the road for, you know, two or three weeks at a time and then come back. And what we were finding is a lot of people would go for shorter stretches. So they would go for four or five days and then be back for a week and then four or five days, usually geared around weekends. So they would be home more because mm-hmm. they were so used to being home during the pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I feel like after the pandemic, life just ramped up for us actually in a way that it hadn't before the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I was thinking about recently, and I was talking to Steve about is like, as a woman, um, I mean, I do think there's a lot of men who tour and, and play and, you know, they have this dream, they have this call in their life and they can, they can, you know, pick up their instrument and and leave for a couple weeks at a time and come back, and they know that their wife is taking care of their you know their children and their home. But like for me, it's, it's I'm and not that Steve isn't a primary caregiver to child, he is, but it's different as a woman to like you're carrying the load of so much more. Yeah. But also, <laughs> honestly, but also like I'm also carrying the load of this tour and the spiritual side and the uh, physically I'm feeling it, and so. Sorry, that's a long answer to your question, but um, it, it really varies. We'll go, we'll go for you know two and a half weeks. I think that seems to be the longest right now. T- to three weeks that we've gone, and then you know we were just away. We just got back like late last night from a, from a weekend away. It just really varies. Mm-hmm. But I just feel uh, sorry. The question made me realize how much I feel the weight of being away. Mm-hmm. It just feels that's extra cool. weighty and extra uh, emotional and extra hard. Because you're carrying yeah. so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I never get to yep. go away on the road and not think about my kid. She's just, and we do Worth. bring we bring a nanny with us um everywhere we go uh, when we're traveling. Um We don't get her when we're at home. <laughs> I wish that would be luxury, yes. uh, but we get we get her when we're when we're on the road because we need the help. We just do. You know, our shows start at seven p.m. and and she goes to bed at seven p.m. So so do I. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry. yeah I wish. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> and so. Uh, but there's never a time where I'm not thinking of like what I have to do spiritually to prepare for this night or this event. Sure. But also like my child is just an arms, you know, reach away. And I'm thinking about has, has she been fit? Is she, right. she did she nap today? Is she OK? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's yeah, it's a mom's a, heart. Yeah, it's a mom's heart. It's a funny thing. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a beautiful thing, but it's, it's just a sure it's a really crazy thing. Just I'm always trying to balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard work. Mm-hmm. it really
3: is how do you how would you say you take care of yourself because you're you're busy you know leading worship and and being a mom being a wife how do you take care of Brooke
0: yeah I ha- I don't know if I've been great at that the last year um, as I'm trying to learn how to balance you know bringing my baby with me and Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, But I I do know one thing that I really do love and this is going to sound so cheesy, but I love um, I love being I mean, I don't know what woman doesn't like being pampered, but I like love getting my nails done. (laughs) I love a facial. I love a massage. And even if I can craft out time to go get a pedicure or something like that, I know, again, it might sound really basic and silly, but those those moments of just being able to do that always kind of like refuel me and make me feel like, oh, I needed that so bad. Good,
3: good. Got to have something. Yes. Um, I know you talked about touring Canada quite a bit. Have you
0: done much touring in the U.S.? You know, I before the pandemic, I had a bunch of U.S. dates lined up that were all unfortunately canceled. And I think one thing the reality for me as a Canadian artist is actually really hard for me to tour the U.S., because every time okay. i I go into the US, I have to um I have to purchase a visa to do so
3: yeah,
0: um sure. and it costs me a lot of money. It usually costs me to play in the u s versus mm-hmm. you know making money and, and that's okay i mean i i we're, we're okay with that, but it's just something we always have to consider because it's just a it's a bigger deal um I think right. I think like I remember talking with um who is it I am they uh, we did a show together uh, a few months back okay. And, and um, I was trying to explain the visa thing. I mean, I could cross the U.S. and not be truthful and say like, "Oh, I'm just going shopping for the day," you know. Yeah, but they, right but they
2: ask you, are you you're, are you coming here to work? And yes. you are coming to work, yes. so you have to. And then, of course, then it's you the have whole to income that issue. Yeah, That's you gotta right. Let them know. Yeah. You have
0: to let them know, and you can't go there and work without paying your dues without having a visa. Right. So. Um, and we would never, I mean, there are people that I'm sure cross over and just, you know, fib and say something, but like, we would never do that. You know, it could, it's, that's, right. you know, our integrity, it's our career on the line. It's, it's everything. So, mm-hmm. um, sorry, that's the long answer to your question, but yeah, it's just, it's a really big deal to cross over to the States, uh, from Canada. But when I was with IMD, I was trying to explain to them, they're like, you have to do what? Cause they don't have to do that <laughs> can uh american artists they just get to cross over if they've got a clean record they can just come right over you yeah. don't have to pay anything
2: it, but it's still a lot of work and for them too thing. for sure you know it's still a lot of work for any especially maybe not the solo artists as much as the groups when right. you have because it's not just the artists but it's the the musicians yes, the and the tech entourage. guys the yeah. whole entourage mm-hmm. the the equipment yeah. and you know yeah. pulling that across and then getting through customs and Oh, they decide to go checking everything and you know you've timed out your schedule based on you know you have to be at this particular location at a certain time and now you're showing up late because of delays and whatnot Yeah. yeah. You know
0: well and every time we cross the board like when we play Kingdom Vound which we just love so much um, mm-hmm. uh, we always have to have a sh- like it's like two sheets full of all the gear that's coming across with us they want to see right. every single piece you're bringing across which that's okay like that's part of like management's job right they, yeah. they get all that's aka Steve and Josh they get all the stuff ready um, but it just, uh, I would, I, I would love to play in the States. Like I would love more opportunity if the Lord opened the door for some conferences or something like that. But, um, but yeah, for us to like book tours over there, it's, it's like a pretty big, it's a pretty big deal. And, and even like I could buy one visa and it could last me, you know, eight months, but that's if I had eight months of shows lined up in the U S right. 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 But, but the way it typically works is like, I'll get a call. I'm like, can you come in October? And then I've just bought a visa, you know, I just bought a visa for July and it's already run out. Now I have to buy another one. And it's just like, it's just a lot. It's a lot.
2: Yeah. You were mentioning about the fact that you're the longest stretch that you would be gone is two and a half weeks anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess if you're, if you're away any longer, especially if Steve's with you, especially if your family's with you you know, you got bills to pay and you're going to get late payment charges on some of those bills, right. Yeah. right? Or, or <laughs> something so, like if you're traveling in the wintertime and, and we've had a snowfall here, but you weren't here when the snowfall happened. Now you come home and there's a bunch of snow that's frozen over and you can't get into your own driveway.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because, so we just moved at the end of March and um, I guess the area, we, we didn't have this at our last home, but the area we moved in, um, when we went to the house to, to we were refinishing the floors before we moved in the week before we moved in and we didn't have anything with us other than like, you know, our Sanders and our grubby clothes and all that stuff. And there was a snowfall. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of snow, oh, like covering the sidewalks and our driveway. And our neighbor who we hadn't met yet came over and was like, hey, just wanted to let you know that if um, you don't actually um, shovel your snow within 24 hours, you could get fined. Like, and, <laughs> and we right. were like, oh, thank you. She's like, Good yeah, that's gracious. like if it's like a neighbor tells on you and we're like, oh you're that neighbor. Yeah, that's <laughs> what like, it sounds that's like. That's who you are. <laughs> and we didn't have any shovels with us, right? So we were like, we went inside, we were all stressed. And we're like, we're like, do we go to Canadian Tire, like go buy some shovels? Or do we just like, you know, just brush it off? And, you know, soon after this, that snow specifically melted, but oh, it stressed us out. Like we're going to get tickets. That's funny. <laughs>
2: Aisha, these she's are Canadian problems. Canadian she's, problems. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have this in no, Orlando.
3: listening to the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That neighbor. <laughs> that neighbor, that's right. <laughs> So are you getting along with that neighbor now? Yeah, or?
0: she's great. She's great. Yeah. 20, we go away. We just we were just away after like three weeks. I think it was our grass was so long. We were like, do you think she's just going to call on us? And then uh, I made a comment about like, I hope the house is OK. And, and one of my bandmates said, oh, don't worry, like so and so and so and so. They're watching the house for you. Don't worry. I'm like, yeah. OK, I feel safe.
3: <laughs> is that like an HOA or is it um, like a, a Canada deal?
2: What the where snow? You have to,
3: yes, where you can be fined. Is that a um, homeowners association? No, no, no. I, I think Ooh. that's probably,
2: that's probably a city thing because it's the same thing in my city in okay. Brampton.
0: Okay.
3: Um,
2: you have wow. to, yeah, you have to have it clear because um, you know for emergency vehicles or um, uh-huh. at, like the sidewalks, you're supposed to like in any anywhere in Canada. I suppose you you've got to have your at least your sidewalk. You don't have to do your necessarily your driveway, right? right? But but certainly the sidewalks you have to have uh-huh. shoveled for people to be to be able to walk on and stuff. But wow. but the the problem is you shovel your. Sidewalk. We always shovel our sidewalk in the wintertime, mm-hmm. but you still get ice buildup. Oh, yeah. Like, who's responsible for that? Yeah,
0: right. You right. know,
2: like if somebody slips and falls, are they going to sue me or are they going to sue the city? Because the city technically right. owns the sidewalk.
0: Yeah, that's right.
3: Right? Exactly. That's right. So I don't
2: know. Nobody slipped and fell yet, but I'm just waiting <laughs> <My goodness>.
0: for. Thank
2: goodness.
3: <laughs> 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 that's like us having, um, I'm, I'm thinking HOAs here. If your grass, if you have too many weeds, you might get a letter.
2: Weeds? Okay. Because yes. here in Canada, they accept the weeds because they don't let you use the <laughs> pesticide on it, right? That's right. So. Wow. Well, and aren't we going
0: through, it? wasn't there just a no mow May where uh, there was, we were not mowing our lawns for the whole month of May to save the bees?
2: I didn't even know that. You yeah. Oops.
0: Save the bees. Yeah. <laughs> I so, didn't know about that one. Well, that was the month we were gone. And so we oh, were okay. joking. We're like, well, if Dina tells the the city on us, we'll just say no more, no more May. Right, right.
2: <laughs> I know. And in, in, in my city, they don't pick up the grass clippings anymore. And so if you let your grass grow too long, then when you do, uh, you know, get the lawnmower on there, you've got the all yeah. this grass, like these piles of grass that, that are kind of left behind. Oh. So what I do now is, uh, you know, it's the, in the name of recycling. So... Uh, <laughs> at my place, I do the trimming. My son does the does the grass cutting. And so uh-huh. and we, we normally bag it, but we can't put the bag at the road for it to be picked up. So what I do is I get them to, you know, in the name of recycling, I said, just, you know, get the lawnmower to pick up the clippings, you know, the bag that's a part of the lawnmower, and then dump the bag yeah. along the side of the house and just, you know make a nice little row of dead grass, and mm. you know my thought is, <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this, because anybody who comes by my place will wonder why there's grass blowing around, but my thought is the wind will get it anyway. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's blow it to the next
1: neighbor. <laughs> yeah,
2: but, uh, you know, recycling, they, they say it's, you know, leaving the grass clippings down is great for the, you know, great for the environment, great for the grass that's growing and stuff. And my thought is where he's dumping it, it there's no grass growing anyway. So if it helps, hey, I'm just Perfect. trying to be that great you know, Perfect. person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah. So, yeah, but we can't, I think I think you're not allowed to leave your grass. You know, you can't let it grow too long either. But I don't know of anybody that's ever got. Find or anything like that, unless it's. I'll know. let you
0: know when we do.
3: Yeah, I'll yeah. let you know. <laughs> It'll be in the
2: paper. We yeah, yeah. Don't, you don't need to let us know. It'll be in the newspaper because somebody it will complain be, about it. it.
3: Should be on on tour with Don moment yeah, that's, that's right. right.
2: <laughs> that's right. Okay. So the, you've got the Don moment thing and uh Paul Balash. Yeah, that's kind of all three of you. That's when, right. When's that happening?
0: Next week. Okay. Or yeah, next week. Next week. Yeah. And how long is that? Uh, it's a week and a half. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it.
2: You've yeah. done stuff with Paul Baloche before. I have, I mean, yeah. That was at Kingdom Bound and, yep. and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time with Don Mullen?
0: Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, He's so cool, you know. Do you, do you know him at all?
2: I, I've seen him and I've Talk to him, but I—I I mean, I don't know him as hey, Don, buddy, you know, pal, that right, sort of right. thing. I don't have that kind of relationship. <laughs> well, he's like
0: such a sweetheart. We were in, um, we were in the Edmonton airport, and we had a layover, and there was this time change. So he was in Nashville. So I can't. In this moment, I can't even tell you what the time change would have been, but it was late for him. It was like I don't know, 9:30 or something. And so he he wanted to chat on the phone. So I called him, and I was like, I'm so sorry, it's so late, Don. Thanks for chatting. And he's like, oh, he's like, I just got back from my grandson's baseball game. I'm making a salad. He's like. It's It's great and he was so sweet and so just personable and like you know he's like 70 i don't know maybe 73 or something like that and he just seems so spry and yeah i just i'm excited to meet him
2: yeah i think i think that attitude i think that attitude is partly like it's the it's the no stress grandparent um kind of retirement but he's not really retired he's kind of semi-retired he's just kind of doing it all for fun that's that's what I want like when I you mm-hmm. know when I get into the retirement age I, I don't want to stop working Yeah. Um, I want to do stuff just for fun just yeah. you know like right. why not you know
0: well I've heard people say like why is he still touring at that age like that's crazy that he's, he's still doing that and it's like because he can that's right that's right it's and, like
2: and I don't think he's necessarily doing it for the money. I don't, right. You know, it helps, exactly. but, but you know, why not?
0: Well, that's the thing is like, you have a passion and a love for something that's that right. never goes away, even when you're in that's your seventies, right? 70s, right? Yeah. He is probably mm-hmm. at a, a place in his life where he's just like, I love to do this and, and I can, and, and I'll stop when mm-hmm. I get tired because I can. And yeah, yeah he's just yeah. going for it.
2: Aisha, I, I shared this with you and, and I'm, I'm not sure if it made it to the podcast. This was probably a few months ago about my dentist. Did I do you remember mm. that? My dentist is mm. in his easily in his seventies. Oh yes, yes,
3: yes. And uh-huh. uh,
2: and you know, we were talking about retirement and he's a Christian dentist, and his comment back to me was, um, I don't see anything in the Bible that says, you know, that you have to retire from anything that you're doing. That's and right. He says, I have fun doing what I'm doing, so yeah. I'm doing it. And yeah. and he has no yep. desire to retire at any time soon and Good
0: for him. just having fun. He loves know? what he does. Yeah. He loves it.
2: Exactly. And, I, you know, it's great that you can have that ability to, quote unquote, retire if you want to. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you've heard the stories of people that retire. And after that, they just go downhill health wise because they they're do. not active. They're not doing anything. They're just, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. sitting around doing nothing now yeah. instead of, you know, enjoying life. And who's, if, if you enjoy what you're doing, and mm-hmm. why not? Continue doing it. That's right. You know, right. and he's
0: obviously found a healthy balance too, where he's not exhausted. He doesn't feel right. jaded. He just he's, he's loving life, and he just is so grateful that he gets to do what he does. And so, hey, I aspire to do that. That's yeah. what I want when yeah. I'm in my seventies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: it's like we want to be like Don Moon. Yeah.
0: That's
2: right. <laughs> yeah. We got to get Don on yeah. the uh, on the podcast one of these days. I don't think we've yeah, ever had him. Awesome. Yeah, we've uh-huh. had we've had uh, Paul Balash.
0: Oh, he's great too. Hey, yeah,
2: that was actually that was a doubleheader. We we chatted so long with him that we had to make it into two different episodes. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and it was just wow. that's only happened I think uh, twice with Paul Balash, <laughs> and one other person I'd like to say maybe Darren Mulligan from We Are Messengers. Oh maybe? yeah. Yeah. Maybe, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. if not somebody that's, else. But that's easy
0: to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Paul's such yeah. an easy guy to talk to. You yeah. know, you could just sit there for hours and he just makes you feel so seen and he makes you feel like <laughs> you your friend like he's your best friend. Yeah. I remember last year at Kingdom Bound, like he um we sang together like, I don't know, a handful of times just in the worship tent. And um he would just pull me aside afterwards and just encourage me. He would talk to me like a daughter. He even said he's like he slipped me some money, which is so sweet, and said, "Go get yourself a pedicure." Not something he knows that I like that I, right. would have really excited me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just did it as like a father and said, "Like go rest, go do this thing." And I'm like, "You're so yeah, sure. you're so kind and so generous yeah. and so just he's just so wonderful."
2: So here's a little insider. A genuine for, guy. Here's yeah. a little insider for both of you. So at Kingdom Bound last year, uh, Buffalo, uh, New York, um, it was Paul Balash and Brooke Nichols on stage in the main the main tent or the main main Mm -hmm. stage and and I was scheduled to come on afterwards to you know promote the radio station or promote the podcast or whatever else and I was specifically told okay this is his last song you need to walk out while he's singing because otherwise he will keep going Oh gosh! <laughs> true it's story. True. It's true, true story. And and so I walk up there, and I'm and I'm and I'm looking back because I'm I'm now in front of him, and I'm and and he's got his eyes closed. It's like, well, okay, I'm just gonna have to stand here until he notices that I'm waiting. <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> <laughs> was it was it praise at or night? That's all I want to know.
2: Uh, I, I Honestly, I can't, great, I, 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 I can't remember except I can't remember, except I do remember it was a slow, worshipful song, and I was meant to get on the stage and do the rah, 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 hype you up type thing. And it was very difficult okay. to do coming off of <laughs> <Yeah>. a song. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah, it's like it's really hard. Like, how do you come That's off a worship awkward. song? It's like, all, all you can say is something like, uh, wow, what an amazing time well, of worship, president. and then kind of <laughs> change <laughs> gear. But what else can you do, right? That's so. right.
0: Because you yeah. know what those festivals, It's like you, if you, it used to be Steve told me this when I first started playing kingdom bound and doing any sort of like thing like that big, he'd say, Brooke, like you'll get fine. If you go over your time, you've got 13 minutes and literally they'll charge you for every minute you go over. Cause there's just some artists that don't respect that right? and they want their time to shine. Right. And they'll like in the moment, Well, I just felt on my heart to do another song. Well, it's like, that's not really your, your call, right? right? You get 13 minutes. And if you go a second over, like you're probably not getting called back to that festival. Well, I can could, I could tell you specifically,
2: specifically for Kingdom Bound, the guy that runs the stage, he's a TV guy. And backstage, there's a monitor that, that is a, a countdown or a count-up timer. Yeah. And, sure. and everything sure. happens to the second. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah. I go, so I go there because I'm going to be on after Brooke and, and, uh, and Paul. And I get told, okay, you've got two minutes. Uh, do you need us to pull you off within the two minutes? And I said, I work in radio. I can do two minutes. I will not go over two minutes, and I'm never over two minutes. I might go to a minute and a half, Because right. you know, you, in radio, you keep things short and sweet and to the point, and so you kind of yeah. know how to do that. But then there was another time when I was uh, I was coming on right before uh, Jordan Feliz, and I was I was supposed to introduce him, but they were actually having technical problems backstage. His in- ears weren't working, and uh, and and they were trying to troubleshoot this thing and so they basically said okay you got as long as you want and uh but don't introduce him just say something like yep. coming up you know in the next few minutes jordan felice i couldn't introduce him to the stage because of the fact they were having technical problems and they didn't know when they were going to be able <laughs> to fix it so but other yeah. other than that normally it's like here's your allotted time and it's the same thing for the artist right. Yeah. right you have this yep. amount of time yeah. and so that's why i was told like okay paul Balash's time is up go up there <laughs> well, before
0: I've had the slot for the last two years in a row, but it, before Four King and Country goes on on the like the big night, yeah. they've given me this like. Small. I don't know how many minutes it is, like four and a half minutes, let's just say, to, to lead as many songs as I want. So if I want to do two in there, if I want to do one, if I want to do a medley, whatever. Uh, and it's like this, It's and it's a little stage. You probably know what I'm yeah, talking the about. The stage
2: uh, in front of the main stage, the small one. Yes, yeah. and it's
0: right in the middle of the crowd. And right. the first year I did that, Steve, oh my goodness, God bless my sweet husband. He just drilled into me like, Brooke, <laughs> if you go over... He's like, that will be bad. I'm yeah. like, okay, I won't go over. And he's like, no, like listen to my words. You cannot go over. He's like, they will never understand? have you back. Right. So I, I he just like instilled the fear of time in me. And so I got up That's there funny. and I was doing a medley of uh, one of my old worship songs, Turn My Eyes uh, into um, What a Beautiful Name. And I got up there and I got so nervous, which is is not really like me. I don't really get nervous and. I forgot mm-hmm. to sing the entire second verse of my song. I just like went into another <laughs> part. and like he's so great at following. He just yeah. followed me. But like we got off stage. He's like, you forgot a whole verse. I'm like, I know because like, I was scared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, if only pastors could follow that same time restraint. Oh, I, I said that out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could, I could you tell you that, stories.
0: Right? Oh, yeah. Do, do you
3: remember um, uh, Denny Keatsman? Sound sound guy, like extraordinaire. He passed about maybe a little over a year ago. Uh, everyone knew Denny.
0: Oh,
1: Denny, and Denny, yeah,
0: he, of
3: course. You went over your time. Uh, your microphone's gonna be shut off.
0: Yes. So <laughs> talk about talk about the fear of time, <laughs> hey, Denny. He was right. the man. <laughs> yes, he was. He was the man. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they I mean I think you can tell funny stories but but there's reasons for all of that. Oh,
0: for sure. You know, and especially oh, when it's a big
2: music festival when That's there's right. numerous groups coming up and there's commitments yeah. t- for the stage to be used for other purposes whether it be sure. me going up there uh or or whoever else. Yeah. You know, they've got sponsors that need, you know, some stage time and they're yeah. trying to get the next group up which is obviously some prep time as well, but whether it's, you know, changing up of instruments and everything else, everything is timed out for a reason. Yeah. And, uh, right. you know. So. Well,
0: there's so many moving pieces, that's a right? Part yeah. of the but that's That's yeah. the thing. There's yeah.
2: moving pieces, and, and I think it's, overall, I think it's very well done. Oh, i Like, yes. I'm, I'm so impressed. Mm-hmm. Like, from, from a guy who comes in, you know, from the radio background, and I've got a clock in front of me, timing is everything, yes. right? And so when news is at the top of the hour, it's not, you know, three minutes past, it's at the top of the hour, that's as right. an example. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing with these the music festivals if you go off you know in your first half day you're off by you know five minutes you're off for the rest of the time because it throws everybody everybody off that's right right? yeah so and that's and what makes things like that really difficult is when artists arrive late because of travel delays and everything else like what do you do right So
0: I actually really appreciate it when I, when we lead at big churches and they have, you know, like a stage manager who's back there running the show. And I, you know, to some people that might seem extreme, but it's actually like when you're running a big thing, whether it's a church service or a festival or whatever it is, keeping your time commitment, like keeping on time is actually very important. You know, if people show up with their kids and you're 15 minutes late and their baby is like got to go down for that nap at whatever time, um, just, yeah, just keeping your word is, is, is really important.
2: Uh, you know, it's interesting mm-hmm. you say that about stage managers in churches because it's not a typical role that you would hear. Right. But for larger churches, I think it's a great idea. I used yeah. to attend a church where I thought that Uh, Now, they they didn't have a stage manager, but what they did is before each service, they would have a meeting of all the key players. So Mm -hmm. the the main sound guy, the worship leader, the pastor, uh, the head usher, that sort of thing would all meet. And they would go over notes and say, okay, is there any issues here? This is the order of service. Here's what we're planning on doing. Mm -hmm. This is going to be 10 minutes. This is going to be 15 minutes. This is going to be five minutes. And is there any potential issues or are there any technical issues that we need to be aware of? And so everybody kind of knew what was going on. On, uh, They had walkie-talkies and everything else. But if you don't have that sort of scenario, like a lot of churches either don't have time to meet in advance uh, or are not structurally set up to do that. But having somebody but I, in charge and kind of, to use the term, running the show, but, but keeping things mm-hmm. on track is, yeah. is I think, it's a good thing. Yeah, production thing. manager. Yeah. It's, it's yeah.
3: a program director. It's so, so necessary. We've just recently um, moved in that direction at our church. Um, whereas prior to making that change, all of that was on me. Right. So while I'm leading worship, I'm thinking, oh gosh, is this straight with tech? Is this straight with, you know, these different areas, lighting? And when I tell you it has been a huge answer to prayer, it's been so helpful these last few weeks, just having someone specifically to fill that role as production manager.
2: Yeah, um, and it allows you team. to concentrate on what your gifts are and what you're exactly. supposed to be doing. Yeah, and, and I'm curious mm-hmm. to
3: know how big is your church? It's it's actually not even that big. We have we have two services and uh, we're about 150 to 200 people a service okay yeah so Great. we're not you know we're not this mega church but having that in place has been so so helpful Yeah, I believe in it I, believe I think it's a form yeah.
2: of excellence too because um, uh-huh. you know one of my complaints about churches in general is is not having a structure and and right, and I don't want to sound you know anti-Christian, but, but, you know, letting the spirit move, but the spirit yes. tends to move all over the place every single week. Right. And, and now, you know, a service that normally should end at a certain time is ending 45 minutes late every single week because there was right. no plan and no structure and, and whatnot, right. you know, like, right. like you say, there's, there's people and, and you, you know, you don't want to limit God, but right. at the same time, you want there to be excellence. And, and I, you know, I look at it from the standpoint of, that's not excellent if, if you're just kind of, you know, rolling by the really seat of your pants. Nilly. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. willy-nilly and, and just kind of yep. whatever happens, happens. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Well, I do think the Holy Spirit can move in our planning too. So like yeah. when I used to be on staff at a church, I'd pick out my set list on Monday and I'd be ready to right. go for the following Sunday. And I'd have people say, well, like, how, how do you know what the Spirit wants to do on Sunday when you're picking your set list on Monday? Well, it's because I lean into that. I ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want right. to do? And and I'll leave space uh, I'll leave space for for the Lord to come and do something if He wants to do something special or different right. than what I've planned. Right. I'll leave space for that in my in my planning. But um, yeah, I think sometimes people can confuse like how do you let the Spirit move if you're if you're on tracks or you're on this? Well, you know, those, I can stop <laughs> those tracks at any moment if I right. if I need yeah. to, you know. And yep. just having yeah, just I, I don't let anything control me. Like if I let the tracks control where I'm going. That's, that's a problem. I, I don't want that. I want the right. Holy Spirit to control where I'm going. So I have to be right, able to right. stop anything at a, at a moment's you know notice to, to, to pivot. Mm-hmm. But I do believe in any planning, in any planning of any service or anything we do, um, I do believe the Holy Spirit moves and works in our planning.
2: Absolutely. And, yes, and God is a God of order. Having said that, um, if something happens spontaneously, like, like you know, the Asbury stuff mm-hmm. you know where mm-hmm. where you know revivals breaking out and and it just keeps going and it's 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 not that the worship team in a church would necessarily dictate that because obviously the the leadership comes from the pastor so the pastor would sure. be understanding that this is what's happening yeah uh, and and kind of give the okay versus you know what as the worship team we're just going to keep going sorry pastor there's no time for you today right, you know right. it's it's the direction and the and the leadership that's still in place but but right. having that flexibility to know that this is something that is happening that's that's mm-hmm. you know god invented and you know we we have to make sure this thing happens yeah. but i don't necessarily think that happens every day either no, you know, and right. I, I don't want to limit the God, but, but it doesn't happen every yeah. day. Well, for
0: example, I was at right. a church um, just yesterday and um, I had been there before. And I remember the first time I led there, the pastor said to me, hey, why don't you just get a few extra songs like in, in your back pocket? And if the spirit right. starts to move and you feel and I feel like we just need to stay in worship and keep worshiping, let's do it. I remember the first time I was ever at this church, I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so like it's so stressful to me." But then I put the songs in my back pocket, and the spirit did move and we did stay in that moment that posture of worship singing and, and it was so beautiful it was so oh my goodness so beautiful well i was there yesterday was, you were prepared i was prepared for it that's right and the pastor yeah. says to me yesterday same church same pastor he's like all right brooke he's like you and steve get your songs ready he's like put some you know get some ready just in case the spirit decides like to to you know do something that we are, we're not expecting and i had my songs ready and it didn't happen right he came up like right. it was yeah. just in and, and i love that he was so sensitive you know <laughs> and i had wondered like oh is this is this just is like what the pastor does he just right. keeps things going because he doesn't want to have to preach i wasn't or else. sure <laughs> <laughs> i just i just wasn't sure because i you know I, i'm just a guest and uh and i really appreciated the fact that he was really leaning in to what the holy spirit was doing and he was like no mm-hmm. it's my time to come up now right like that's awesome. Like I, I just loved that. I, and I love that it was different both times. Cause it just, right. I don't know. I kind of built like a trust that I, I, I really trust this pastor. I trust what he's going to do.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, having that, um, that knowledge and also the, the um, you know, being led by the spirit, sensitivity. the sensitivity, yeah, but, but you know, when you go to church and something happens where um, obviously the pastor had a, you know, a, a sermon prepared and then he gets up there and says, "Yeah, I'm not preaching today because we need to keep doing what we're doing." Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Those those are great services, awesome. right? Because yeah, it's unexpected mm-hmm. by everybody. That's right. right? So, that's right. Yeah. yeah beautiful. Yeah. Um, that's good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I guess we're uh, we're somewhat out of time. We've we've uh, gone for quite a bit here, but um, this <laughs> has been this has been great having you physically. In person in our new studios. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, Brooke, so thank you very much for dropping by. Well, you never know where the conversation's going to take you. Uh-huh. That was awesome. <laughs> really enjoyed that conversation with Brooke. You can check out our website, brookenichols.ca. That's B R O O K E N I C H O L L S. There, I spelled it out for you. BrookeNichols.ca. There you go. There you go. Check it out. Check out her music. She's got a lot of great songs. We're playing them on the radio as well. And uh, and if you get a chance to book her, as long as you're not from the States. Uh, no, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I might try.
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. maybe a one-off. Maybe, uh, maybe it's worth it, right? Yeah. You know, you can book yeah. her all through Orlando.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. We'll She's good. What we can do. She's good with that. There you go. Well, thank you, Aisha. It's great uh, to be back and uh, really enjoyed yes, our, our time together this, uh, this week. Make sure you uh, check out all of our podcasts wherever you get them. And uh, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter and Facebook at Between Grooves. You can also check us out on Instagram at Between Grooves Pod.
1: Thanks for listening to Faith Strong Today's Between the Grooves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider sharing it with your friends, rating our podcast, or giving us some love on your socials to your amazing friends and followers will only help us reach more people. We'd also love to hear from you and share your feedback in an upcoming episode. Send your video or written message to Aisha and James on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves or email us anytime, hello at faithstrongtoday.com.